Hey, Zookeepers, it's your boy, Brandon. Yeah, we've been off for a month because of things going on. Uh, it's our last episode we recorded before all the quarantine stuff kind of happened, including me being like, I don't think this COVID-19 is going to be anything. So glad I got that on recording. Uh, but nonetheless, we are doing a few episodes now remotely. We'll have those to release here soon, and we appreciate all the listens and time. If you're looking for something to go through, we got that whole back catalog. And also a reminder, if you like what you hear, write and review us on iTunes, even though it's kind of dying. So what's even better is if you email us at podzookypodcast at gmail.com. That's P-O-D-Z-O-O-K-Y podcast at gmail.com. We'll read whatever you write us. That includes reviews, includes if you want to recommend some movies for us to watch, or if you just want to give us erotic fan fiction of Charles Barkley kissing Godzilla. We're still waiting on it. Either way, we appreciate the lessons, and we hope you enjoyed the podcast. We got Zachary Boyce on. It's it's a really good one. You, 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 you do like it. Bye. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beat. Want him to hang that rod. Want to see what he's working with. Terrible film. You know Kong's packing. Yeah. And the movies don't appreciate that. It, does, it feels a little insulting. I will agree. They know Americans came to Dong. King Dong. <laughs> I love a King of the Monsters like Wiener Edition. <laughs> like King Dong and Diderot. Dongzilla. Dongzilla. King Gonorrhea. <laughs> Since we all got coughs, we got a cough cough away from the microphone. Deal. Because we all have the coronavirus. Hell yeah, we do. One a day. This Cole's canceled. Oh, did they really cancel? Because yeah, they canceled Cole's tonight. I love that the 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 two sides of it were is the. Cole's canceled saying we just want to really care for everyone's health out there and be careful. And everybody else is like, Cole's canceled, come to our mic! Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, uh... Yeah. I would have just canceled Cole's to not hear any coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. That's the real... That's the real issue. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you go, brother. I did start pressure last night by saying, coronavirus damn nearly killed her! <laughs> <laughs> And then I wrote, uh, I wrote on the, because we always put a different title on top of the sign-up sheet for pressure. Mm. I just put, couldn't wait, or can't wait to hear coronavirus jokes. <laughs> and then nobody made coronavirus jokes the whole night, so I'm going to keep being passive-aggressive, I think, like that. You should. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we just get into it? Yeah, go ahead. What do we do again? <laughs> no, I should text uh, Aaron, too, to see if we can give him a call here. Oh, yeah, we got to set that up. Um, yeah, we could, who, who wants to intro it? I don't. Well, hey everybody, welcome back to America's favorite Christian Godzilla podcast, uh, Podzuki. I'm one of your co-hosts, Martin Felschman. I'm another one of your co-hosts, looking up Aaron's phone number right now so we can text him to call him later, Brandon Kirkman. I'm another one of your co-hosts, Luke Evans Flip. Oh my god, do we have a special guest tonight? And I helped. And I helped. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Zach Boyce. Returning guest and good friend. I'm back. Yay! 
I think it might have say. And uh, tonight we watched uh, Kong Skull Island. Kong, colon, Skull Island. Yeah. And we all liked it. Yeah. It great. It was, Good night. No. <laughs> We're going to go watch it again. <laughs> hey, what are you idiots doing? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking up all the information right now. A 2017 film. Uh, I like that it's PG-13. They used their F-bombs very wisely in this, too. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, where, where should we begin it? It all goes back to World War Two, or no? Wait, it's all great. Yeah, yeah, it does go back Movies. to World War Two. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So basically, there's two soldiers that have crash landed. One an American, the other Japanese, and they are fighting and shooting and everybody. And then eventually, well, they crash land on Strange Island. Immediately, they're just trying to kill each other. Yes, yeah. like very intense chase. Scene, I guess. I yeah, mean, it's, a, it's a good little action scene. Yeah, yeah. very cool. When he uh, it, basically they shoot at each other and miss, and then uh, the Japanese soldier pulls out a sword, and another uh, we'll call because they all had those. Yeah, they all did, and it was very <laughs> they, cool. They, they did. That was a standard issue. Yeah, and when he's about to like uh, slash him down, he grabbed it with his fucking hands, and that part ruled. It did rule. Yeah. It started like PUBG. Yeah, That's what I like. <laughs> it was. <laughs> they parachuted, drop too close, and yeah. Then, and then out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then out of nowhere, King Kong climbs up on that cliff while uh, while the Japanese soldier has has John C. Riley at sword point. Yeah. Okay. It's a young John C. Riley. We're just going to spoil that right now. Yeah. Uh, named he, he grows in into John C. Riley. He does. Yeah. <laughs> After being struck by a radioactive ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow he ends up being able to be like mildly chubby after living on a weird island in the middle of nowhere for what did they say it was 28 years yeah. there. I, I, the, the people on the island seem nice and they feed them we, we can talk about that later yeah. <laughs> there's a huge buffet scene yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just can't stop myself <laughs> we're going to be doing a lot of John C. Riley voices this whole film uh, but basically they, uh, they set this all up and then it cuts to modern day when we have uh, modern day being 1977 yeah. 1977 modern day uh, that's the only way to say it, I feel like. And then, uh, who is it? I'm trying to think of who Goodman's character... We should just call them by their their actors. Yeah. So John John Goodman and his nerdy friend... Um, uh, man, I got I don't remember anyone's name in the movie. I don't remember. It he, was, didn't, he didn't have a name. He was, uh, he was that one kid from uh, Ned's Declassified School Survivor, Survival Guide. He was Cookie. That was that? Right? <laughs> is that really him? Was it? No, I don't think oh, so. Okay. <laughs> he was just a black guy with glasses. Yeah, yeah. He fit, yeah. He fit smart black man. Yeah. Um, which is what it said in the credits next to his name. He was he uh, was Houston Brooks. That's a pretty good name. That is That's a good, a good name. Yeah. Good strong black they man. Said, they should have said that a few times. <laughs> yeah. Well, they called him Brooks, but like, damn it, Houston. You know, Houston, scientists. we have a problem. Come on, perfect. They're scientists that work for Monarch, and if you listen to our Godzilla episode, you're familiar with Monarch. The mighty Monarch. Yeah. In my hometown, Monarch is a textile company. Oh, they come, oh well, maybe they're doing more they're, textiles. Yeah, or what? They they come to your restaurants and pick up all your dirty towels. Oh, basically, but the who are they giving it to? Yeah. It's basically the beginning of Monarch. We don't know this in the movie yet, but like they believe that there are like giant monsters, and they're trying to confirm it. Yeah. Yes. They also believe in the Hollow Earth theory. 
Oh, and I, I was correct <laughs> about this, too, for the tie-in. Uh, the character Houston was in uh, the Godzilla film, the new one, too, is one of the uh, older Monarch employees. Oh. So that's a good, that's a fun tie-in. Yeah. They did a really good job with, I mean, we can talk about that when we get towards the film, but this really sets up uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters very nicely. Um, but yeah, basically, so Goodman and then his, his buddy, who we'll just call Dr. Houston, uh, go to a government man and say, like, government man, give us army. And he's like, I shouldn't. And then they're like, but you should. And he's like, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's right around the time of the end of the Vietnam War. Yeah, yeah literally the day that uh, Nixon did his speech about the war ending. And so the, basically the general that they talked to says, like, I'll give you three days to go to this island you were just telling about. Because basically Houston had this theory of the hollow earth theory where basically it leads to Skull Island and where ancient monsters still roam. So, I mean, he doesn't say that right then and there, but that comes up later. The way they sold it was they don't know what's on that island. It could be it could be things that have medicinal properties. There could be a lost civilization. All kinds of things. But they have to do it now or else uh, the Russians and their yeah. satellite will have you don't pictures want, of this in like three days. You don't want the Ruskies getting there first. Exactly. You know? This is this is prime Cold War time. <laughs> yeah. It is. And then basically we're introduced to more of the characters. Uh, Samuel Jackson, who's playing like basically one of the army generals that are sent there with the crew, uh, is given a call that they need to roll out towards Skull Island. Uh, and he gathers up a ragtag team that they're all going to get murked. Let's just yeah. be honest. Mm-hmm. We could go through and give them names. And like I know that usually we should be better with these summaries, but this film was fucking cool. Everybody got into cool fights. Who cares about names? Yeah, you don't. The only ones you need to know are Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, who's James Conrad. Uh, John Goodman. Yeah, who was Bill Randa. Uh, Brie Larson. Brie Larson, who was uh, Captain Marvel. Um, (laughs) And uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And he yeah, he was just Preston Packard or basically Colonel Packard. Oh, and Dat Fan, Dat Fan. Oh, Dat movie. Do not <laughs> leave Dat Fan out. Winner of Last Comic Stand, yeah. <laughs> which was driving Zach uh, crazy the whole time we were watching it because the, the end of it is like, was that Dat Fan? And then yeah. we had to look it up, and it was. Dat what was Man. his character's name? Did it say? Like, no. Just... Oh, it's he's listed as Dat Man. Um, <laughs> 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 I don't know if that's true, but I'm going with it. <laughs> A joke I'm sure no one has ever made before. Um, yeah. So, let's talk about Dat Fan real quick. <laughs> I never watched Last Comic Standing, so... No, I mean, I. after the season won, because Dat Fan won, a lot of people didn't... Yeah, people were very upset. Comedy, didn't care. Um, well, you had Ralphie fucking May. Ralphie May. Was, was, Al- was Alonzo Bowden in the first season, too? It was a bunch of, like... A lot of really good yeah. and now famous comedians. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is kind of wild, but also, shouldn't the whole turnout of that show be a joke anyways? I mean, sure, but I think it just showed, like, people actually gave a shit about comedy, it kind of showed that, like, the producers were tweaking the results to get whoever they wanted. This was the mid-2000s, we didn't know what was going on. We were a young country, just buck wild for any type of reality television programming we could get. There weren't any podcasts, you know, you're watching America's Best Dance Crew, right? Mm -hmm. You're watching Last Comic Standing, okay? Love is Blind was still 13 years away, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, of course, the best reality television show out there. Um, I'll probably talk about that later, man. I've been me and Barbara watched all of Love Is Blind. That show is wild in a great way. So. Really? Oh yeah, it's okay. it's great. Okay. I, uh, I re- are you guys familiar with Love Is Blind? No. So it's a reality television show Netflix put out that's sweeping the nation. Uh, basically, they put a bunch of couples together on um, on Skull Island. On Skull Island, <laughs> <laughs> they gave them all katanas, and they put them in pods so that uh, when the men and the women talk, they can't see each other. 
And by the end of like two weeks, they have to decide if they want to get engaged and marry this person that they've been talking to. Wait, what? Yeah, man. You gotta two watch weeks? That, yeah, that doesn't sound like enough time. That's too much time. One yeah. week. <laughs> All right, no. So they have to get married? They don't have to get married, but they basically make the decision after they've like made these connections. They either get married or they never see each other. They again? never see each other, yep. It's retarded. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. I, I don't see any reason why you couldn't like meet up with them after the fact. Like they have no way to control Or you that. you could just I mean, watch the show. They, they're just yeah. standing yeah. over their oh, shoulder no. with a like, gun if they try to give them any like hidden clues about who they are. <laughs> oh, I blew it. Yeah. You know? John Merrick. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you look I thought you would look back here. <laughs> He was making a lot of drilling noises. They should have figured that out. <laughs> uh, so basically, Samuel Jackson and his crew get sent to the island with Goodman and uh, Dr. Houston. Um, and as soon as they get there, they're like shooting out these bombs that they're saying are for like. Yeah, they have kind of like a uh, Apocalypse Now-esque sort of napalming the jungle a little bit. Supposedly to get seismic readings, but we later find out it's to force out Kong. Which they do in grand fashion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah his uh, his first appearance in the film, which is fantastic, and it really set the tone on how how much of a fucking fun time this movie is. Is just a tree goes flying through one of the helicopters and just like completely explodes the whole thing. And it was well, pretty cool. We also didn't set up the ticking clock of the movies. Where like they took a boat to Skull Island, but it's completely surrounded by like a hurricane at all times, I guess. Yeah. So they have to take helicopters through it. And then they get uh, in there, and they all their helicopters are destroyed by Kong. So they have to get to the north side of the island, where the I guess there will be the boat will be coming through the storm at some point. Yeah, like that's just the ticking clock. That's all it yeah. is. Like, and it's basically that they have to get to the other side of the island after, as you can have guessed, uh, <coughs> Kong basically destroys all the helicopters. Oh, he fucks him up. Oh, he fucks him up in such was, a fun scene. That was scene. dope. Yeah. That was very dope. I, I I brought it up, and I do believe it's true. Canonically, uh, you know, Kong is the largest creature on Earth with perfect situational awareness. <laughs> yeah. He's like, these are flying in the air, they hate me, I'm going to throw them at each other, and I'm going to use one of them as a club against the other. He, he uses Ooh. every part of his environment, and he's like, he's executing moves flawlessly that he would have had no way to practice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he he did it. He you know what? They asked him to give a hundred percent, he gave hundred and ten, in my opinion. I'll I'll say it. It's a beautiful ballet of murder. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It it was I, I feel like I said and like kind of to be slightly serious about our talking in some relation of this movie, it's set up for like how great the action scenes were throughout the film. Uh and as they basically get separated as a group because of the helicopters all getting taken out. We start seeing all of the other bigger creatures on uh, Skull Island, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of really cool scenes. I think one of the ones that like really stuck out right away was uh, they're going through a bamboo forest, and then a giant spider appears. Ugh. It was oh, yeah. super oh, gross. Yeah. It has like bamboo like, legs. Yeah, like Six sharp bamboo legs. It's able to, like stab. It yeah. stabs like a dude like right through his mouth. Yeah, like, and not his butt. Yeah, yeah, butt. like like in Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that means he's probably got like a little poop at the end of that yeah. leg. So okay. they're like, cut the legs. Yeah. yeah, I do like another thing is that uh, they treat the soldiers in this film like they are soldiers. It's not like they like all panic and get killed. Oh, yeah. As soon as shit starts going down, they're like, we're, we're here to tango. And like, they basically start cutting his legs off and shooting them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at this point, if they set up Samuel L. Jackson's kind of like going Ahab oh, yeah. Yeah. a little bit, where like, he wants to kill Kong. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they have that whole scene where they stared each other down. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I said that's his white ape now. <laughs> yeah. 
just hunting him. I mean, he just should have had an eye patch and everything at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, no, he can't. That's then he's encroaching on the Marvel properties. Yeah, yeah. I don't oh, think that's true. I don't think I have had an eye patch. He had a peg leg. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. I never read the book. It's too long. It's stupid. Hmm. Uh, I know Patrick Stewart like played him at one point. Yeah. I know him and the whale eventually have sex in the book. Why mm-hmm. I gotta read it? <laughs> well, that's why I got the peg leg. From the hell's whale. eye, I stab at thee. Yeah, he did say with his it. penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So basically they uh, they start kind of meeting up again and trying to get the rest of the crew back together and as they kind of meet in the center of kind of like the center of the island I guess is when they run into now the old version of Hank the guy we saw in the beginning who's now John C. Riley, um, which hands down give this man go back in time and give this man an Oscar for this role. He got nominated for Oscar, right? For Walk Hard. For Walk Hard he did. Yeah, for Walk Hard. He deserved it for Walk yeah, Hard. That's yeah. great. I didn't know but, he got nominated for that. They usually don't they, care about it, comedies. It's a weird movie to get yeah, nominated yeah. for, right? Uh, I think one of my cats is getting into something. <laughs> he's That's a lot funny. of fun to what he brings. Like he's the comic relief, but he's not grading like comic yeah. relief. Like I feel like the comic relief had been like, oh god, what did he come up with? Like black nerd guy's name, the dude who believes in Hollow Earth. Oh, Houston. Houston. Yeah, yeah Houston. which which okay, he granted. Granted, he ends up being right about the Hollow Earth, but, like, couldn't you make something up and not have something that was an actual theory that is completely fucking ridiculous? <laughs> Sorry, my cat was busy grabbing a bag. I gotta put those bags away. They keep grabbing them and bring them up just like they're little treats. They're all about securing no way to the talk bag. About your wife. You can't be mad at them. Yeah, you know what these cats do? You want to secure that bag. <laughs> and if they're not doing that, they're trying to get that bread. So these cats, they're online. They're posting memes. <laughs> they're making moves. Um, yeah. It's, uh... To get back on track to the film with John C. Riley's character, I, I do feel like they wrote him where he's really funny. But I also like that he's he. Uh, there's a lot of really cool action scenes because let's just get to it. He uh, his front his friend Gunpei got killed basically from one of the creatures that he yeah, calls, which was a, which was the Japanese pilot he was trying yeah, to kill uh, by basically the the evil creatures on this island called the Skull Crawlers. Uh, and in a, one of the more funny scenes, of the film was like, yeah, Skull Crawlers. That's what I decided to call yeah. them, but now well, it's like, like I call stupid. them sc- Skull Crawlers, yeah. and they're like, why? Like. Because it sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds stupid out loud, and I said yeah. it. I never said it out loud before. Yeah, so none of the natives talk. Yeah, you find that. Yeah, it's uh, he plays a very much like basically abandoned man on an island for ten years to a great role. Yeah, a man from funny. Chicago, like a, like a, like a from... funny castaway. Yeah, a funny uh-huh. castaway or funnier castaway. Yeah, there's some funny parts <laughs> in it. We we all grew to love Wilson well. There you go. Yeah. Sorry. I Luke's my, in the zone. I put my vibrate on. Yeah. Uh, so as they basically start traveling through the island, we get to see John C. Riley use a samurai sword and a bunch of knife birds. Uh, also, the knife birds kill a dude in a very cool fashion. Oh yeah. Where basically they they pick up a I want to say a Tony looking a Tony Shalhoub looking motherfucker. Very Tony Shalhoub yeah, slash Tony Fred Armisen looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They pick him up and basically throw Fred him Armisen slash Cleveland Brown. Yeah. Family guy. <laughs> they did give him a perm. Yeah. yeah. And they just start chopping him up, and it was, it was a really cool scene. I that feel was like. great. It was great because he was happy because the, the boat was working, and, and they saw the flare, and he's like, yay! And then they picked him up, and then they ripped his arm off. And there was a sun in the background. It was very, well, yeah, yeah, it was like because the groups had gotten separated. Yes. Earlier on in the movie, you've got Samuel Jackson and his soldiers. Then you've got Tom Hiddleston, a couple of soldiers. And they're the ones who meet John C. Riley. Mm-hmm. They fought. John C. Riley and his old friend had been building a boat out of their old plane parts. 
they were able to get it working, and then this is the point where, like, they're meeting up with Samuel Jackson and the rest of the soldiers, so they're all psyched that, like, hey, they're not dead. Yeah. Yeah. Although they, uh, they do decide, uh, uh beforehand, uh, Samuel Jackson's character was in contact with one soldier who was off on his own. Yeah, which, it took me a long time to realize, because he dies. Yeah. I thought he was going to survive, like, why too. else would he be there? Yeah. But then yeah. it turns out he was there... Because he was with a helicopter that survived enough to have a bunch of munitions. Yeah. He, he was there to make sure they had just enough people to actually use the boat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. There's definitely a lot of deus ex machinas in this and other things like kind of come together neatly. But like the, the action sequence and the whole framing of this film were good enough where I didn't give a shit about that. So it was, oh, yeah. it's it was just, a good time. You, you don't, don't think too hard about things. It doesn't leave any like glaring, glaring plot holes, but... It's it's a fun yeah. ride. Yeah, yeah, and this is I mean this is a little bit early to get to reviews, but something I was thinking I didn't see this film for a little bit as much as I love kaiju films. I remember I had a few friends who were like, oh, I was stupid. It's like I just wasn't you know it's too much giant monsters fight. I'm like that that's what you go yeah, to this like, film for. Else, yeah. you? Well, I think yeah. the important thing is like I almost feel like King Kong isn't like a kaiju movie. They're similar, but that's why I feel like this movie mm. worked, but I don't think King Kong King of the Monsters did. Yeah. Because they're completely different types of movies. Well, yeah, this is about a group of people trying to survive this island full of dangers, and it's just yeah. convenient that... So it's kind King of like Kong's the original there. King Kong, except you don't have the the end half right. where they take King Kong back to New York. Like, Maybe that's why it's a better film. They kind of touched yeah. on a couple of times with Brie Larson, the beauty killed the beast, where like he sees Brie Larson and they have like a moment. Yeah. But they don't really... They mostly ignore that. Yeah. I think that's only in there because it's King Kong, so you kind of have to have it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he's got to simp it up a little. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Uh, what would you say during the film, too? Oh, I call him a simpanzee. Yeah. <laughs> we all clapped. We stopped the film for five minutes to think about what Zach had done. Uh, and then, and then I was asked in. to leave. Yeah. Um. But we asked him back, so he has got to We asked him politely and firmly. Yeah. He said no, and I realized I'm a coward, so I decided to keep him on here. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good joke. We I want to make sure we got that. <laughs> That's one thing I I always feel like one day we will eventually maybe do a live show if this continues like it does because I like to do just a live like kaiju film we watch and make fun of it the whole time. Oh we, yeah, we have a lot of fun watching these films and making yeah. fun of them. But you the, the listeners at home will never get to hear it because you fucking suck. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like something like good or really bad and yeah. just something boring we've had some pretty boring yeah it's it's basically the whole principle of like i think the movies they get for mystery science Theater 3000 of like yeah you got to get the right kind of bad film to make fun of where it's entertaining to watch but still bad enough to make fun of yeah yeah, yeah. which this i mean this is kind of qualifies almost for a few parts but you know be too busy watching the cool fights yeah oh, not yeah. can't do child brides yeah <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, uh, we should do Child's Breads. Um, but at one point, I, I want to just, to, like, touch how over the top this film was in a delightful way. Like, you have it where uh, John C. Riley throws uh, Tom Hiddleston, his katana, he puts on a gas mask and just starts murking those birds out of the sky and cutting them in half. And, like, it doesn't feel stupid, it just feels very cool. I don't know, I felt it was kind of stupid. Yeah, it it seems a little cool. gratuitous. It was, it was, it was, I think it was just the right amount of good stupid. Yeah, yeah. It was cool, and I guess... It probably would have been worse if they had John C. Riley do that. Yeah. No, that would have been better, maybe. They, 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 they had him do one, like, precision strike. Because when that skull thing comes near him, he says in Japanese, like, no surrender before death or something. Death before dishonor. Yeah, death before dishonor. Which, of course, and he says yeah. it in Japanese. He says it in Japanese. Yeah, what are their skull walkers? Is that what they call skull them? Skull crawlers. Skull crawlers, yeah, yeah which they're... 
I, an interesting design. They're I, different from the other monsters. I like calling them exposition beasts. You know? <laughs> they kind of are. I mean, they're just there to have to be the bad guy in the yeah. movie, the bad guy that isn't Samuel L. Jackson because yeah. like yeah. he's the bad guy, but he's not really the bad guy. Like the monster, the adversity of the monsters are the real thing. I thought Billy Elmish was. But they the look. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I make that joke every time. I'm sorry, I guess so. They look kind of like I said. They were a mixture of between the faceless from Bleach yeah. and like a monster that like. Uh, Tim Burton would come up with. Yeah. They yeah. kind of reminded me of like when Alec Baldwin like pulls his face out into yeah. the beak in Beetlejuice. They have like yeah. weird hollow eyes on them too. Which yeah. Is, the, the design is really cool. It's very much like the first Godzilla film uh, where they had the Mudo Beast which were actually pretty cool designs. That reminds me. We gotta like figure out when uh, Godzilla vs. Kong comes out because we got another big movie theater thing for that. I, I think it's not until like next summer. Oh fuck. I'm not going to be alive by then. I'll be dead from the coronavirus by then. Hey. Yeah. yeah hopefully I'm dating they, this. Billy Ellis. Hopefully they, have, hopefully they <laughs> haven't blind. canceled all the podcasts because of the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they should just do it because like, they don't need an excuse. Yeah. yeah. They canceled the parade? Yeah. Thank oh, God. That's pretty fucking... I mean... Oh, wait, <laughs> it's out this November. Yeah. It's oh, out this okay. November? Yeah. Shit, that rules... Yeah, and then I got the AOK from here, and so I'll probably call him a little bit yeah. here. It's a little bit of a thing, like, they actually had to make Kong much bigger in this movie than he had been in previous movies. Yeah. And they, they made it clear that he hasn't stopped growing yet. Yeah. Yeah, I it, noticed that part, too, because then yeah, he could be, like, because <laughs> then he'll be big enough to fuck Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean sexually, yeah. because I, I think they're going to make, because King Kong's, like, the good guy in this one. He protects the villagers... From the skull crawlers, yeah, and Dat Fan, who we mentioned earlier, yeah, yeah, Dat Fan, <laughs> Dat Fan, who attacks Tom Hiddleston with a pool cue. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see the villagers had like a mural to him. They're afraid of Dat Fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna win all the contests unfairly. Um, win contests, I mean, this is bad 1970, So they have to stop it before he gets to America. <laughs> he's aged very well. Um, yeah, so uh, I think some highlights too I want to mention in this film is when Godzilla gets to the big Godzilla fuck uh, when King Kong gets to the big fight at the end of this uh, he's basically they say there's like a, a, a Omega like skull crawler and a big comes one in, yeah. yeah that killed Kong's family that killed Kong's family also in a very cool scene where they're going through this basically like natural gas like graveyard where all these like green streams are coming up it was where point. all of, like uh, the former Kongs were buried. Yeah. It's like an elephant graveyard, but for, for Kongs. Kong, yeah. A Kong elephant graveyard. Kong! Yeah. Uh, but in a very cool scene leading up to that, they get into the Kong, big fight. Kong, Kong, And uh, Kong and the Skullcrawler find it out. At one point, he gets a giant chain and just like starts slapping him with it, which is Pulls super cool. Pulls a Johnny cool. yeah. pretty great. Yeah. Like Go-Go from Kill Bill. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly yeah that's like Go-Go. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I, as soon as I saw the chain wrapped around his arm, I was like, he's gonna, I, I thought, he's gotta, oh, yeah. that he's yeah. gonna have something. But then I thought like, I don't know. There's no way they could do that, and it wouldn't be stupid. I like, have blue it balls wasn't that stupid. That. It wasn't that stupid. They, yeah. they. You know what? That that is the that is the perfect few word summary of this movie. It wasn't that stupid? It wasn't yeah. it? Sounds stupid when you say it out loud, but it wasn't that stupid when you saw it. I think that's maybe why people are kind of like not picking up on it right away. I mean, it was pretty well reviewed. Looking at the Rotten Tomatoes for it, 
But I think a lot of people were like, oh, it's just another dumb action film. Like, well, sometimes dumb action films are great. It was definitely way better than the Peter Jackson King Kong yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. All right, guys, I got a cap break. Abigail's on the counter. And I think it helps that they didn't try and do the whole, they take Kong New York yeah. and yeah. he climbs the Empire State Building. I think that is, thing. like, I mean, no joke. I think that's why I like this film so much is because it always feels like such a weird half in the original Kong and the Peter Jackson one. And I guess you're counting the John Bridges one, too. Of like, it, it that, seems... that, that, that the 70s one? Yeah. Where he climbs the World Trade Center? Yeah. And that, a... that had just been built. It had just been built and also very bad special effects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it actually looks worse than probably the original King Kong film. Well, there was a whole thing with that, because they spent so much money building, like, a gi- an actual giant Kong, right? Yeah. For the 70s one? Yeah. Stupid. Uh, and bad yeah. film. But yeah, it's it's like... Brought to you by Texco. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't try to like do the same story again and they just kept it on Skull Island just had cool fights because it's like, I don't really care about the New York part at that point. You know? Yeah, I mean, Kong's not even in this movie very much. I think total probably about like 15 minutes. Yeah. Counting the end fight. Yeah, that sounds about right to Yeah, me. like, and I like that they gave some screen time to some of the other monsters. Like, you had this spider monster. The bamboo spider monster was, was really cool. cool. Oh, yeah. I also like the stick bug monster oh, that I killed the other cool. dude. Yeah. Oh, it didn't kill him. He uh, he was, like, running away from it. The skull thing got that guy. Oh, that's right. Because oh, yeah. they, one of them pukes his skull up yeah. with his dog. But the dog tag's still attached exactly. to it somehow. The, the dog tags attach the skull. That's the whole reason I call them exposition beasts. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only way, like, yeah, okay, yeah, this guy we're looking for. Definitely dead. We gotta show them Samuel Jackson's crazy. Yeah, which apparently the Kong uh, graveyard is where the skull crawlers go to purge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Body issues. Yeah. Uh, It's the real enemy of the story. They do represent everything. (coughs) Other kaijus, they have issues. They're bulimic. They want to look skinny like the other big guys out there. You know what? They're people, too. And they're not, actually. They're giant monsters that destroy cities. Kong is... They don't have to live up to the Cloverfield monster. I know they want to. They're trying to. Unrealistic standards. For kaiju. Thanks, Thanks, J.J. Abrams. (laughs) Yeah. Also, update on the cat break. Abigail, the cat, is on my backpack and it's very cute. So we're just looking at it right now. It's a good time. Uh, <laughs> sitting on top of a Winslow Domain suffer pin, probably. So. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. She's into it. Yeah. You know what? We all like a little goth guy, don't we? <laughs> uh, I, I, should, I feel like we should get to the ratings after just getting the quick summary of the end of the film. Is Of course, they make it out of the island. Uh, most everybody dies except for... Hiddleston, and then... More uh, of them survive than you'd think. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Houston survives with uh, his side chick he picked up on the way. <laughs> yeah, the Japanese um, girl who, like, they have a couple of moments, but they have, you don't they really... They have chemistry, you know? Yeah, we'll but that. you don't really care. Yeah. yeah. Um, you don't see full penetration of Kong, which makes me sad still. Like I said, very upset. Kind of expected it since I saw PG-13 instead of R. Um, <laughs> and then uh, John Goodman doesn't make it, sadly. Sorry, guys. Spoiler. He dies pretty early on. Yeah, he does. No, he, he died a little bit after the halfway like point. Like, the end of the second yeah. act. Because yeah. he died in that, uh, in that elven graveyard. Yeah. 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 He died cool. lazily. Yeah, it's, it's oh, kind of funny where, like, his he's taking a bunch of pictures with a camera with a flash on it, and yeah. then, like, it starts fucking up. And then, like, he's just, I guess, hears something coming. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. 
Or whatever. Like, oh no. And then they chew them up. There's some. And good like you can see the. This. Oh, there's some great deaths in this movie. Uh, yeah. their, their gunner friend who we liked but didn't make it, basically, he decides to sacrifice himself. So oh, yeah. he pulls out a bunch of grenades and he's like, eat me! And then the skull crawler comes up and just hits him aside and he explodes, which yeah, is... Yeah, I feel like... Because really yeah. I felt like he was the guy when they were napalming the jungle who, like, you saw it was smiling with the reflections in his glasses. Yeah. Which I thought he was going to be more of a dick. And I think maybe there's probably some scenes of him yeah. being a dick because I feel that was supposed to be, like, a redeeming moment. Mm. Yeah. So I feel like maybe his whole thing was like he had PTSD from yeah. Vietnam, so like he was just kind of whacked out, shell shocked. Yeah. But I feel like they just—we've already got so much stuff Why going on. Let's just cut it. People oh, yeah. just like explosions in films, and there's nothing wrong with them. If I was seeing a bunch of explosions, I'd be smiling. I'd be like, "Cool yeah. as hell, man!" I mean, they're they are they are trying to make some points in this. I think they kind yeah, of get I mean, modeled, very... and it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think with especially with the end of the Vietnam War, they're there and Kong being a good guy that Samuel L. Jackson wants to kill just because they're making some kind of a comment about war and also about environmentalism. Yeah, right. and old old dude that died at the grenades was like, "I have this gun because it was a farmer." And he's like, "Sometimes you you they're not enemies until you make them enemies." And yeah. yeah, yeah, and then basically the whole like you know we were you know with. Uh, uh, John C. Riley's character is like, we were fighting each other, but it turns out when you put down the guns, we're all people, and it's like, mm. it's a good, I feel like this is the thing, I'll never be upset at a film for having an anti-war message, even sure. if it's ham-handed. They, they, well, they don't get ham-fisted with it. Yeah. It's there because, like, the themes are there for it, yeah. also, but they're not, like, trying too hard, they're not, like, watching Kong fight the monster and be like, why can't we just stop fighting? Yeah, like it didn't end with Kong, yeah. like, I'm not even gonna fight. You know? yeah. <laughs> and also the fact, too, I always get uh, excited and happy to see that considering so many action films are actually uh, budgeted by the military so they can have pro-military messages in their films. So, you know, something to think about. Yeah, I'm woke. Fucking deal with it. <laughs> Welcome to Chapo Kaiju House. It's definitely not like Godzilla, King of the Monsters, where they had that giant stealth airplane. Oh, yeah. That, had, like, that had, was like three football stadiums. Yeah. That was kind of cool, though, too. I mean, that was that was a cool thing, but it'd be cooler in, like, a, <clears throat> yeah. a Monarch television I do, show. I do like the setup of it, too, and the evolution of Monarch through the films, because this sets up Monarch for the Godzilla King of the Monsters film at the end. I feel what they should have done, the group should have been named one thing at the beginning, but then at the end, when you've got Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson, they're being held captive, essentially, because of what they've seen. Then they should have come out and be like, oh, it's a new group now. It's called Monarch. Yeah. Kind of like, I guess, Deal the end it. of uh, Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah. When they're like, oh, we're called S.H.I.E.L.D. now. Yeah. yeah. Although, yeah. I guess, S.H.I.E.L.D. already exists in the comics, so it wouldn't really have that. Like, oh, oh Monarch. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of that before. <laughs> but I also like that they're definitely getting it to the point where they're going to be like, okay, well, Monarch's really futuristic and they've been around, so they've built a Mecha Godzilla, guys. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what's going to happen with the next one. Sure, that's what's going to happen. And I'll be very excited. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. Hopefully. I see more likely a Mecha Ghidorah. Yeah, I mean, even that would yeah. be cool. And then that's going to be, then the King Kong and Godzilla are going to have to team up to fight. Hell yeah. A, a run amok. Yeah. I do, I would want to say before we get to the review, is I think I actually enjoyed this more than Godzilla King of the Monsters. Maybe totally. just a little bit because the characters are more likable and it's not so much stupid character time on the, the screen all the time. Oh, definitely. But also, King of the Monsters had really cool fights, and I am not going to discount that. So this is like just a smidge better. Well, but also, King of the Monsters was the second because this is the second. Yeah, it's Godzilla movies, right? yeah. from 2014, oh, yeah. or no, Godzilla from 2015, mm. and then basically this film, Kong Skull Island, yeah, then Godzilla King of the Monsters. Right. 
Okay, because I still haven't seen that original one. I've heard it's not very good. It's, I liked it. It's, but, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. We, no, we could, we could do an episode for that. Yeah, we could. We might as well if we're going to do the other one. I guess, you know, we're watching them all in the wrong order. Yeah. yeah no, this is gives fun. A shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a fucking Saturday cartoon, you know? They just blame whenever, so that's why none of the plots ever made sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> just like the Godzilla Saturday movie cartoon. <laughs> yeah. And no, then, they're going to uh, have a Mecha John Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you built him again. <laughs> Gotta stop the clover field. Uh, Resistance is futile. Yeah. Uh, for I'd say we could get to the reviews too. Uh, I, uh, I'm gonna go back to our because we haven't used it in a little bit. Um, our system of we're doing we got rid of the Goro rating system. We got rid of the Shiva rating system. Now we're mixing up. We're doing the Machamp rating system. Nice. So you got four arms that could be doing anything, and this is gonna be three arms giving a thumbs up. And the fourth arm is looking at its copy of Godzilla King of the Monsters and thinking like, how come you had to spend so much time on stupid characters? You could have done cool fights. So that's the same thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Basically. Yeah. 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 So that's my <laughs> review. Yeah. Uh, you didn't I, say anything. I'm, I'm going to give this, uh, Machamp's giving two thumbs up and the other two hands are clapping for John C. Riley. Yeah. It, what a great role for John C. Riley. Oh yeah. Super fun. Uh, I'll give it... Eight and a half out of ten stars. I liked this movie a lot. It was very entertaining. It was like, yeah, very good popcorn movie. Yeah. I liked it, though you could kind of feel like maybe there was like a connection with Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson. They never kissed. Yeah. Yes. And they never made it like, because there was one point even like when like they were hugging after she almost died yeah, in the end yeah. yeah. but they didn't they didn't kiss and i was no. so i was so glad they didn't try and push some romance between the male and female lead well no i like to think they were thinking like third dimensionally with it where like the characters know like if we kiss in front of kong he will kill us <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's my babe <laughs> she doesn't want to kiss anyone yeah this, she's I, not into a relationship yeah. granted, I, I, granted, I, I, granted i've never seen the original king kong but I like this movie a lot, and I think it probably, like, I, there are a couple of things I know enough of it to know that they paid homage to, like, when he's fighting the big skull crawler at the end, he, like, they, it has, like, a velociraptor mouth, and he's, like, pulling it open, oh, yeah. which is something, a famous scene from the original King Kong. But yeah, I liked it a lot. I would recommend it. Yeah. And I'm gonna give it, uh, three Machamp thumbs up, Ooh. and then the fourth... Uh, hand is fist bumping dad fan winner of last comic standing uh, it was great I, I really enjoyed that I can't tell you anything yeah it's cheesy popcorn fare or whatever but it was really good it's all high yeah. budget and great cast and oh, like yeah. it's when people are upset and they don't like it, it's like those type who are like, oh, I'll never watch a Fast and the Furious film. Like, you're missing out, dude. They are yeah, they're amazing. They're so stupid, but they're yeah. so fun. It's a good time. I mean, after Fast Five, but yes. don't watch the first five, but after that, it just gets so stupid that it starts eating itself with action and stupidity. Yeah. And you're, not, you're not looking for subtext in yeah. <laughs> Fate of the Furious, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, excuse me, it's about family? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put it right out there in the trailer a hundred times. My favorite thing about all the Fast and the Furious movies is that when you're there... Family. <laughs> I think that is an Olive Garden. Brand. <laughs> you know what? Same thing. If you ask me, two great things put together. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the reviews. I feel like we should get into uh, the good old stupid games and uh, stupid games. Let me let me ring a boy. Let's call him. Let's call that fucking hentai but, dweeb. Yeah, when I, when I pull his name in my phone for Aaron Klopfer is dweeb hentai uh, Klopfer. Get these. Seven, uh, these nine volts out. Oh, do I get oh, double batteries? If you want double batteries, DP baby. Hell yeah, that's eighteen volts more power. 
<laughs> but I'm going to do it through the... I think last time we did it through the phone that worked really well. Bless you. Um, let's see. Hello? 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 Damn. What? Didn't even ring. What's up? I did it on the Facebook one, so I think it'll be more clear this time. Yeah, I hear you better than usual. Okay, oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> gotcha already. Um, you, got, you got my ass. Yeah. We, uh, we, watched, uh, we watched Kong Skull Island, and we wanted to, we're not going to ask you questions, we just want to tell you how cool John C. Riley was in this film. Oh, he was great, man. He's like, he's... John C. Riley was, oh, is the Jack Black one? Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, well, it's already a better film. So John C. Riley and Jack Black have to capture Kong, they're like, what are we going to do? Let's start a band. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I can't tell if I'm making up a memory if I actually if I watch this movie. No, Jack Black was in the the, in the Peter Jackson one. the Peter yeah. Jackson King Kong film, the one that's really boring and long. Uh, we watched Skull oh, okay. Island, which is the one that came out in 2017. But we wanted to call you to tell you that you should watch it because John C. Riley has a samurai sword in it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna find it now. Yeah. Also, Dat Fan is in it. Do you remember Dat Fan? Dan Vane. Dat Fan. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Facebook friends with one of his four personal Facebook accounts. Really? <laughs> Is it the most personal one? I don't think so. I think I'm in the second or third. I'll, yes. I'll tell him happy birthday. Yeah, you should. Tell, tell him happy birthday and uh, to listen to Podzuki on all podcast services. That we all loved him in Kong Skull Island. Yeah, yeah. tell him he did a great job. I'm, I don't know if, we'll, if it's like a, if there's like a Filipino kaiju, he might be into it. Like, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing for us? Come on! Every every episode we're giving you a free press. Huh? Every episode we're giving you a free press. Get that fan on Podzuki. It's not like you just keep telling him to bother celebrities. Yeah. Uh, so get that fan to listen to Podzuki, and then I don't know, email George Clooney your dick or something. <laughs> <laughs> Like his agent? I don't know if I can find his personal email. Well, maybe it's time to step up your game. Um, alright, well, if I tweet it, you guys retweet it, and we'll see where the momentum goes. Okay. Alright, well, Aaron, we love you. Get some rest. Hey, uh, wait, 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 wait. Aaron, you got an A, buddy. You got an A+. Plus. <laughs> Thanks, love you guys. <laughs> I'm moving right now. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we got that. <laughs> Please rate the quality of your call. Five, because I was talking to my best buddy, Aaron. Hey. There we go. And he was pooping. That boy's going to be on the honor roll someday. <laughs> as soon as these grades add up. Yeah, they, they, uh, it's actually us. what I call my dick. I'm going to put him on the honor roll soon, if you know what I mean. <laughs> the honor roll. <laughs> I hope my wife doesn't listen to this, because it's also very confusing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, for uh, stupid games, I feel like we, we could do... Uh, ooh, the deal with that kaiju uh, what's the deal with that kaiju what's the deal with these kaijus another great jingle Ew. sorry i really want to lean into it because my cat started looking at me really weird so i would say we, we we there's a lot of kaijus in this film we could argue i'd say even in the marsins up to the old godzilla films but is war kaiju guys Think about it. Damn. Well, I mean, war never changes. No, that's true. 
And kaijus can't really be changed by anything. That's true. They fight against nature, man. Yeah. They are nature. They are nature. nature. Yeah. So I'm gonna say it. War is a kaiju. I'm, not, I'm also gonna say that war is a kaiju. Sure, why not? Love is a battlefield and war, war is a kaiju. kaiju. <laughs> great, great song. Great that's, a, that's a t-shirt. War. Right <laughs> it is a kaiju. Thank you so much, mommy. <laughs> uh, I like the song we just wrote. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 a nice, simple. What's the deal with this kaiju? Yeah. Yeah. No disagreements. Yeah. You know, I'm keeping it easy. I started a new job this week, so I'm a little low on energy, but in a good way. Have to start having normal big boy hours again. So, who do you work for, Monarch? No, I'm working for Monarch. Now. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, that's why I can't talk about my job. They're always putting a gun to my head. Yeah. It's you know it's good. They have good benefits. Uh, they have a whole if you if you get eaten by a kaiju, your family gets like five dollars. Nice. Oh, five dollars. That's. Do you have any idea how many hot and ready pizzas that yeah. is? That's like. Almost one hot and ready, right? Because tax. If you get yeah. e- if you get eaten by a kaiju, John C. Riley comes to your house and eats a hot dog and drinks a beer yeah. and, eats <laughs> and fucks your wife. <laughs> I'm doing it for you, Brandon. <laughs> I mean, I kind of would be honored, but also, you know, I wouldn't let that situation happen either. He's a great actor, you know. Yeah, I've heard yeah, he's, he's cool. Yeah, I've heard he's kind of a jerk to work with, but I don't know if that's true or not. Or. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to believe it. Yeah, I can't believe it either. <laughs> also, it's the internet. Who ever trusts anything on the internet? Exactly. Anyways, we'll all be dead with the coronavirus in a week. Um, can't wait. I, let's, let's see what we're looking at for time-wise, because I wonder if I should do it. Oh, yeah, I could do another one. Um, but you guys would have to vamp, because I didn't look up any Ron Cannabis. <laughs> oh. You could, you could always just edit this part out. Yeah. Well, so you, no edits. Yeah. So we could do another game, but you don't have another game. Yeah. Well, no, Did we, we like to let nine volts? This game, uh, find the game. No, we haven't. But I mean, Zach, you've been on before. You've licked the nine volt battery. Oh, yes, we didn't lick the nine yeah. volt battery. But I mean, I'll... yeah, we'll do it again. I'll lick anything. Yeah, this is <laughs> I've been doing it. Licking a nine volt. Ask your parents for permission. Three, two, fun. Yeah, Luke's been licking it for a while. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's, that's a strong one. That's this wasn't strong, but now it's getting strong. <laughs> I don't know if that's how. I guess oh. it could work that way. It's I mean, like Luke King Cobra. I think I turned it upside down for a second. I think that's what it did. Have you ever seen Static Shock? Maybe you've got the. Maybe yeah. you've got the gift. Static yes. Shock. Were you Were you near a gang war, but down by the docks yeah. that got ended by smoke? Wait, what was the name of What was the name of the event? Was it the Big Bang? It was the Big Bang. Yeah, yeah. and they were all the Bang yeah. babies. Those are great comics, though. I don't know if you ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I only watched the cartoon. You know what? I did. I really liked the cartoon too. Yeah, this guy, well, the cartoon was great. Yeah. Didn't they come out simultaneously? They were. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. well no, no, the comic books are from the, 90s, the yeah, right? it's the mid nineties. Really? Okay. Uh, there's the Big Bang, and then they created that whole universe uh, in that. Uh, I forgot the name of the city. Uh, uh, it's. God, it's something city. It is something city, but it's also something like very generic. Yeah, and then that gas gives all these gang members and stuff powers, and then like all the comics are real like violent. I forgot the name oh, of yeah. the team. Uh, there was a team, and it was like one of them was like uh, one of them was a junkie, you know, oh, yeah. and they could rewind time. So like it was it was trippy. Uh, but uh, he probably just went back to all the times he's doing heroin, so he could just do it again. Exactly, it's that's exactly what happens. Which how. What better way to use your powers? You yeah, know? exactly. No, it's self-contained time loop. The heroin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's All right. the heroin babies. <laughs> I'm going back to my old format, so we're doing a Who the Fuck is Ron Canada? Who the fuck is Ron Canada? 
uh, put that sweet, sweet jingle in it. Uh, instead of telling you different roles he played and having you guess which one it was, now I'm going through films that Ron Canada possibly could have been in. Because as we know, uh, he is our favorite actor. He's been in over 200 films. Famously, The Judge and Ted 2, um, uh, which as we all know, um, he did, or he, I almost said his name really fucked up. Uh, Rick Moranis? No, not Rick Moranis. The guy who made uh, Metal Gear Solid. Why am I forgetting his name right oh, now? Hideo, Hideo Kojima. Kojima. Yeah, Hideo Kojima is one of his favorite films, Ted 2. Um, not a joke. He was really excited about it on Twitter when it that came out. That explains Death Stranding, but... Yeah. 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 Oh, that explains <laughs> too much about it. It's a Japanese guy being really into... Yeah, it is super entertaining. Ted 2! So, uh, oddly enough, the film I have, uh, I want you guys to tell me if Ron Canada was in this film. Gung Ho from 1986, uh, with the lead actor being Michael Keaton. When a Japanese car company buys an American plant, the American liaison must mediate uh, the clash of work attitudes between the foreign management and native labor. Was what Ron Canada, was uh, 1986, was Ron Canada in this film? I've seen this movie. It was on Comedy Central all, all the time. Okay. Oh, so this is the only m- movie we're doing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. say no. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. Guys, if this is a film about Japan and America settling its differences, you have to have every man's working man in it, which is Ron Canada, which didn't happen. That's why this film's a piece of shit. Oh my so, goodness. Yeah, you guys, whoever said no is right. He wasn't in this. Is that, is that a comedy or is it like a serious Yeah, comedy? it's like a it's fish a out of water. Well, it's kind of like, like around when Michael Keaton was still doing comedies. It's like how we have to classify a lot of comedies from the 1980s, the mid-1980s, as comedies. Technically, there's no jokes in them. They're just good old-fashioned racism. Also, I looked it up. The city from Static Shock was Dakota City. Dakota City. Nice. That's a pretty good name for a city. No, I can rest. No, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. There's so many places it can be. It's, it's, it's where Houston, Houston Jones is from, probably. So, yeah. Houston Jones, Monarch Professor. That's a uh, great name. Yale graduate. Yeah. You know what? He worked hard for the money. I just wanted there to be a black exploitation here named Dow Jones. <laughs> <laughs> You're going down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you kick somebody out of a window like, looks like the market's up. Yeah. Put the tick on his ass. I like that. I would... I um I was having a conversation with Barbara about like favorite films, and I jokingly said it, and then I honestly thought about it for a while it might be true, and I was like probably Black Dynamite. And the oh. more I thought about it, I'm like, I laugh so hard every time I've watched that film. It it could be up there. It's yeah, that Black that Dynamite's t- really good. Yeah. It's cartoons great too. Yeah, cartoons I, great. I I like the cartoon. Yeah. I yeah. don't think it gets um, as great as the series does. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, uh, I have very fond movie? memories. Yes, sorry. Um, <laughs> Because in college but when the it came out... The cartoon series the same thing. Yeah, I know, I know. But uh, when it, in college when it came out, my friend Kyle told me, he's like, you have to see this movie, Black Dynamite. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. So we went to his house, and he got two six-packs of Robert the Bruce, which is a beer from Three Floyds. It's very high alcoholic content. <laughs> um, and we got just ripped out of our minds watching it and, like, laughing so hard. And then I was so drunk that I was like, I need to watch this film sober. I was laughing just as hard, man. Mm-hmm. It was... Whew. What a good time. Either be that, or I don't know. I'm talking about favorite films now. I don't need to go down that road. I Not again. Say, yeah, <laughs> you got very. Uh, yeah. You know what? We got to wrap up this podcast. <laughs> Not on those tires. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd either be that or uh, Zodiac. Um, no joke. It, it's a perfect film, in my opinion. It's one of the few films that. Why? I just said I wasn't going to do it, but here I go. Uh, it's the perfect film because it's three hours long, but it never feels that way. And there's so many long films today that are always like, "Oh, it's still going. Fuck this." Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any favorite films you can think of right away? 
Uh, I, I mean, I would say Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Oh, that is a perfect oh. film. That is, that's a good choice. Like, that's... If if I'm having a conversation with someone, they're like, oh, no, I don't like that one. Like, I know I just don't have to respect that You just walk away, right? Yeah. Oh, it's so, there's nothing wrong just with it. Just walk away. Yeah. It's, it's, walk away and we will spare your lives. I think a good example, too, is, like, Barbara usually doesn't like intense action or thrill films like that, and, like, she loved Fury Road. Yeah. You, you can't dislike Fury Road if you watch that film. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, it's one long car chase. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I did this before the recommendation section, but let's get to the good old recommendations <laughs> and plugs. Recommendations. I'm just, yeah, I'm getting used to, like I said, having normal hours again, so my brain's all fucked up. But I'd say my recommendation for this week is I wasted time already. Black Dynamite, go watch it if you haven't. It doesn't matter if it's a cartoon or the movie. Either one's going to be good. I do like the movie a little bit more, though. But the cartoon's still funny. Hell yeah. I want to recommend James Urbaniak's podcast, Getting On with James Urbaniak. He's the man who voices Dr. Venture from the Venture Brothers. Now, like, I don't want to say if you're a fan of the Venture Brothers means you'll like this because it's a serious podcast. It's basically him doing monologues like some of some of them are written by him most of them are written by other people and they're all like like 15 to 30 minutes and they're really good like he's really it shows his acting chops I guess interesting because yeah it's really well done it's kind of like something you would hear on NPR yeah okay. basically like a short segment you would hear on something one of those but yeah it's I've never heard anybody talk about it I found it one night when I was trying to find Venture Brother based podcasts and like, trying to get off up. and I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I got on yeah. with Ooh. James Urbaniak. That's there a nice tie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think any podcast that goes outside of the normal format is always refreshing too. Uh, yeah, it's not just four people talking about a movie. Yeah, I mean, it's like why Lore's still one of my favorites <laughs> to this day, so. Uh, yeah. You guys got any good old Reckies? Oh, yeah. I, uh, you know, we. Love John C. Riley in this. I want to recommend Walk Hard. Oh, I, oh I that's love, a good film. I love Walk Hard. That's one of my favorite movies where if yeah. somebody's like, I haven't seen it, and I go, go now. Watch it. It's I've, so good. I've, I've personally shown it to like three people this mm. year because it's. I, I just love that movie. It's one of the last great parodies. Amazing. Yes. Uh, Barbara had the joy of this is I told her I'd never seen Step Brothers. Like, we're watching oh, Step Brothers oh, tonight. That's <laughs> <laughs> another one with John C. Riley. It's just like, it's. Step Brothers is good. It's kind of a mess. It it's is. a mess, but it's, it's delightful. It's, it's, it's a fun mess, yeah. but it is definitely a mess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Catalina fucking wine mixer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Isn't the fucking Catalina wine mixer? <laughs> yeah, I think my be. Traveled 100 miles to give you my seed! <laughs> It's it's funny, man. It's good the dad is in uh, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, he was yeah. a senator. He's a senator oh, yeah. who, uh, who gives us a great dinosaur. He's like, I wanted to be a dinosaur. Yeah. That yeah. Like, how's that even a skill? Yeah, like, what? That's not even real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, I guess uh, I would recommend this: uh, cooking your bacon in the oven. There's no other way to do it. Oh, yeah. right. Get a roasting rack, sheet tray. You lay the bacon out. Seven minutes, one side, flip it the other way. No more stovetop with your shirt off. I know it's sexy. None of that. Yeah. Uh, Plus it hurts sometimes when it gets on your little chest. You yeah, know? or your little pee-pee, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you uh, different strokes or different strokes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think that's the only thing I want to recommend. But that's bacon, a good recommendation. That's a great recommendation. Make your bacon in the oven. Um, I don't want you guys to judge my mother too harshly, make but growing bacon. up, she used to cook the bacon in the microwave. I'm, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. There, are, there are situations in which that's 
okay to do. I am from Indiana. I am required by yeah. law to be And guess mad. where my mom's from. Indiana, yeah. Of course. Brandon, I do not love your mother. Brandon, are we brothers? We do. I mean, I was born in Munster, Indiana. uh, Proud home of Three Floyds Brewery. Uh, Yeah, I feel like uh, we got that for plugs. I'm just going to do a quick one. As always, me and Martin run a fun show every third Thursday of the month at Bonus Round Cafe uh, called Slender DMs. It's a D&D themed comedy show. Zach's done it. It's a super fun time. fun. Um, sometimes we get people out for it, sometimes we don't. So maybe you should come out so we don't feel bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> we work so hard for this show, and you fucking don't show up, but you listen to our podcast every week, three people. No. Well, it's, it's greatly appreciated. <sighs> yeah, Bonus Round Cafe, third Thursday of the month. Uh, check it out. I don't Chicago. care. Yeah. Yeah, you if don't you don't listen to us that. or not. <laughs> no. Once again, I don't care what people think of me. Like I said, check on Spotify and all the other streaming services that we have that we can track. There's people listening. I'm like, okay, it's your decision. Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. You mm-hmm. fucking idiot. <laughs> Suckers. You guys are really building an audience yeah. right now. And I, I, mean, I call them zookeepers. I, so I, think, <laughs> I think we're building a community. Like, yeah, yeah, I, and if not, at least a community season three. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you guys got any plugs, let them loose. Otherwise... Pray to God and say your piece. Well, I'll, I'll plug Cupcake like I always do. Yeah. Every every Thursday at Gallery Cabaret, free cupcakes, open mic, showcase. It's always fun. Come on by. Got plugged on Thought Cops in a very nice way recently. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, Kevin Kevin and Grant are such sweet boys. Oh, go listen to Thought Cops. That's yeah, super that's fun. A good recommendation. Every, everyone in here, they're, they're looking to get Luke, and they should get you. Have they had you on before, Zach? No. You oh, you'd be great on. on Thought Cops. Wait, what's Thought Cops? Fun, fun other podcast. We'll talk okay. about it later. Yeah. Go watch Thought Cops. Don't ask they us just, questions. It's a, uh, are they looking for me? I'm, yeah. I'm around. It's a very <laughs> easy uh, summation of the podcast, is they basically just talk about bad things on the internet. So. Hey. Yeah, it's fun. That's... I'm a bad thing on the internet. This is we all? We're all hell bad yeah. boys on the internet if you think about it. Uh, hell yeah, we are. Yeah, I get that. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 We're awful. Yeah. <laughs> Not as good. All right, Abigail. Oh, no, she can't. Okay. Oh. She has lost interest. Yeah. She's turned around completely. What a good cat. Anybody else got any fun plugs? I got nothing. Uh, I don't uh, either. Other I than got the... nothing going on. <laughs> Me neither. I, I'm just getting over... Coronavirus. And, uh, <laughs> I re- yeah, I, I'm going to plug Wash in Your Hands. Uh, yeah. You should do that. That's a good plug. Uh, Charlie right. Rohrer had a really funny tweet. Is like, we should get a virus that encourages people to uh, brush their teeth more. <laughs> <laughs> and then shower after that, and we'll have the whole trifecta. Yeah, I'm not booked till April. So, uh, yeah, go to Cupcake, you know, listen to Podzuki. Um, also a crime, because Zach's one of the funniest people in the city. Zach's yeah. very funny. Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. He's, you know what? He's okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. Ordinarily, I'd be the one to say that. <laughs> I'm sure you're every time I've seen him, he's kind of very funny said. So, uh, if not, just usually so funny. Find me or Zach usually hanging around at White Cash on Fridays too. Oh uh, yeah, because we both live by it, and there's free beer and smoke. Not not the comedy place. show, just a pile of wet cash they found. Yeah. I mean, technically, there is a pile of wet cash the whole time. There is wet money. Wet, all, yeah. hot, stinky money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I think uh, I think this is as we always should say, boys. Yeah. Three, two, one. You're gonna, You're gonna like the way, way I fuck. fuck. I, I guarantee it. it. Yeah. And if Abigail me out after that, that would have been. I would have <laughs> shot myself in the head. Life would never be better after that. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs>